it. Hello, everyone. Oh. I'm Jim. Hello. He's Clarkson. This is the Film Thugs. Mm. And we're listening to a little Tangerine Dream. Because we just watched the shit out of Thief. You know what? Not uh, a very good movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just a thing. Uh, Piece of junk. Really? Just going to keep this playing in the background for a bit because it... The entire episode. Yeah. The, actually, I might just switch to zombie after this to have the... Have it go. Yeah. See... We are missing the coolness of music yeah, for yeah. movies. Like, yeah, we got music, and some of it's pretty awesome, but we don't have that, you know. That. This. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just keep it fucking running in the background, man. <laughs> mm. So let's talk about Thief. Well, Thief. actually, let's talk about it. So Friday. Yeah. I drank so much beer. <laughs> I drank so much beer yeah. and ate so much corbs. I was farting like a bastard that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. There was a time when I ate like that all the time. No, yeah, never yeah, a problem. Uh, not, not is, anymore, man. What has happened to our stomachs, man? Forties. Uh, were, were you farting a lot too? Oh yeah, it was bad. Oh, it, was, it was bad. It was terrible. It was terrible. I was disturbing J.K. Simmons. I was farting yeah, my, so my uh, stomach uh, turned against me mm-hmm. in a pretty dramatic way. Yeah, yeah. It's up for about three hours right in the middle of the night. Uh huh. Just it's like nope. Stomachs. I wasn't hungover. No. I wasn't even drunk. No. Uh-uh. Just. Nope. I got borderline. I didn't get drunk. So let's see. I had two meals. I'm trying. Let me do the math here. So t- I had about twelve beers. Yeah, that's nothing. Not really. About maybe more, but in that neighborhood, drank so many beers, watching all of it. It was it was glorious. Yeah, we watched the whole the whole schmear. fucking thing. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. President Trump. <laughs> yeah. I, I love being. Personally, so disconnected from it. I'm like, I love being completely connected. It worked out just. It worked out just great. Yeah. Bing, bing, bong, bong. Oh, uh, hey. Oh, whoa, whoa, what? What's, What's happening there? Happening here? What's this? I don't know what you're doing. I'm trying to play some, but it just won't let me. What are you playing it from? Uh, my phone through <laughs> my app. Why? Why? <laughs> nope. Nope. Is it through like the voice recorder or? No, it's through the this app where you. Just um, Will you play things? Play things. I don't know. It's not happening. Uh, bing, bing, bong, bong, eh? Oh, well. Oh, well. well that's, we tried. We tried. We, we did what we could for Shut you. Shut up. Hey, I'm, I'm there we, go. we did what we could for you. How stupid is this? I don't know. Fucking Pretty people. Stupid. So, yeah, shit went down, and uh, we're all still here. We're mm-hmm. all still alive. Yeah, imagine that. You know, it's uh, the way the world works. So, yeah, I think now that's... That's going out. We're just going to throw some uh, some zombie in the background for the rest of this episode. Sounds good. Yeah, so shit happened. The world is fine. It's just fine. Don't worry about it. So let's talk about Thief. Just such a fucking good movie. It's very good. It's one of those that immediately reminds you how good Michael Mann is at picking out a shot. Uh, yeah, that a little bit. F- fucking pan down. From on high through the alleyway. In the rain. In the rain. And both of us were just like, I, I, Ridley Scott, you're like, this is exactly what I was thinking. You just shat him on fucking Blade Runner. Like, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. Let me show you something here. Something I do with the. F- it's, not, it's not even that important of a shot. I'm going to throw it away with this. Throw it away here. Uh, you brought up a great point that I think needs to be addressed above and beyond everything else. Michael Mann might be the best in the world at photographing nighttime. I think so. 
even in, now I pointed out he he's figured out that wet. Well, yeah, is the best. But I will say, even Collateral, where everything I just remember it felt dry. It everything was. about that movie felt yeah. dry. Yeah, even that looked. Uh, I look better than anyone else could have done. He uh, obviously spent a lot of time walking around behind buildings, yeah. which I find fascinating. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Behind shopping centers, behind clubs, behind places that mm-hmm. are very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go behind it mm-hmm. to see what's here. You know, backstage, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Just how cr- <laughs> crushingly mundane everything is. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know what goes on to make whatever is entertaining the folks out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, and he's obviously spent a lot of time in alleys just that looked like every alley in Collateral. Uh, yeah, during that first scene where he's like, "Hey, homie, uh-huh. you have my case." That that scene, yes, where yeah, it's dry as a bone and it's just nothing. Yeah, nothing fantastic. No, uh, a kind of. Michael Mann borrowing from himself from Shots and Thief and saying, let me strip everything down. Yes. To the dull, fluorescent light. Yes. Yeah. Nothing's reflecting. Nothing is beautiful. Uh-huh. Right? Nothing is. Mm-hmm. Nothing has that cool, mm-hmm. you know, uh, romantic side of night now. It's yeah. just industrial light. Michael Mann exists at dusk into nighttime. Yeah, it's just... Uh, he has those, that beautiful, stark blue. Yeah, oh yeah, well, he's oh. all blue upon blue upon blue. And it's it's so gorgeous. I've always been fascinated with that concept of backstage. Yeah, you know, absolutely. What's behind the scenes. Like, when I manage the movie theater at Lakeline Mall, I know the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, going through my mind whenever I go to a movie there is... I know exactly down there. I know the office is, and I'm like I know the layout. I know what's happening. It's interesting. So yeah, it's just fascinating to have that just behind the scenes thing. And almost everything in this movie is shot with that it mm-hmm. kind of in mind, except for the facades of like the house, that, right? That he right. has or whatever. Everything is done in the back corner of some mm-hmm. industrial what have you. Yes. Yes. Or behind a restaurant or in a cafe, but then when you're when the business of what's going on is done inside there, it's it's always mm-hmm. behind this in a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is a guy whose world is the shadows. Yeah, uh, and what well, like rear window, but in every dark corner of the yeah. city. Well, because I mean, if you think about it, he's a guy who on surface you know owns the little used car lot. Yeah, uh, assumption is he owns the bar. He does. So yeah, he owns the bar. I don't ever think it's explicit. He just says you have businesses. Yes, yeah. You have responsibilities. Yeah, Yeah, you have responsibilities and businesses. So, but it's what's behind that that's so interesting. And so, okay, everything in the movie is what's behind the scenes. It's you know, Act Two of Underworld. Yeah, that's what that is. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's Act Two of Noises Off. This is what the backstage of Earthing, and that again fascinates me with it because. It's that shit where everyone that you meet, no matter what, that that thing that you are a supporting character in everyone else's story. Yeah. And how fascinating it is. Imagine the weirdest person you meet on any given day and realize to them, you're that weirdo that they ran into for a minute while they go about the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, that's so bizarre. It's odd. It's odd to think about. I remember, remember the guitar, the, the guitar, the garage apartment I lived in? Mm-hmm. I remember going to the door the first time I went there, like the door of the main house to talk to the guy. And he's like, oh, hold on. Our birds are out. So I have to come talk to you outside. Like, 
What? What? Okay, you're a weirdo. You're you're a weirdo. That's what you are. And so that kind of idea of, huh? Yeah. This is this is interesting. And that with with James got with Frank. Yeah. That's all we ever know about him, Frank. And I love that because last names and all that shit. Fucking cares. Right. All that we know is he was in jail for ten years. Went in twenty. Came out thirty-one. Four years ago. 35, looks 45. Yeah. Um, did not have the easiest go of it in prison. No. But damn, just so intense. Um, so the look of this movie, that above everything else, is Michael Mann's... That's Michael Mann's signature. It, yeah. That it, look it, is so it's distinct. His, it's his uh, sharpest knife mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. his arsenal, for sure. I mean, he... Yeah. he can tell a good story, obviously. Yeah, he, yeah. He casts like a son of a bitch. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yes. Makes really good choices, interesting choices, but uh-huh. as far as a look of a movie. Right. It's not just, you, you just know. It's like hearing a uh, specific band, you hear their, yeah. you hear a few notes, like, oh, that's Metallica, oh, that's right. whomever. Well, that's Michael Mann. Right. How great is it having zombie in the background of all this? It's great. It's kind of awesome. Might need to do this more often. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, I don't... He does have such a fantastic eye with all that and then populates it with such interesting people. Yeah. And what I love is that he is very big with his criminals, uh, well, actually all of his main characters, of that code. Yeah. And that that unflinching code. Because you look at it, De Niro in Heat, you know, uh, do not have anything in your life, no attachments that you are not willing to turn your back back and walk out on 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around the corner. Right. Like... Which Code. makes you wonder what what in God's name are you doing this for? Yeah, yeah. What is it? Some so that someday, yeah, at some uh, far flung shore, uh-huh. you can no longer you don't have to do anything anymore. Right, you can just do whatever you want. Uh huh. In serve so in service to this, maybe. Yeah, you live like a complete Spartan. Right. But at the same time, what's interesting about that is if all that's in your life is the work. Well, that's my that's then my what point. The fu- then, then no, there you're, is you're, never you're, an you're end. You're telling to everyone it. else yeah. this about something right. you're going to do to a later, you know, I'm, yeah. this this point where you have it made and you walk away. Mm-hmm. Where in reality, you're never the work is away. all yeah. you have. It's yeah. all you are. It may you may have started off as someday I'll have X, right? But now right. the work is you. Yeah, you, you, and you walk you've aw- dissolved into it. Yeah, you walk away from the work and you have nothing, nothing. And so you know you're never going to walk away. It's so weird when the guy says to him, it's like, you're going to do scores for me mm. until you're burned out, busted, or you're dead. Right. Like, yeah. You, yeah, you give somebody that doesn't give a shit yeah. those options. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, the fourth option is I'm going to burn everything down. Yeah, I'm going to destroy it all and then come after you. The life that he's offering him is one of those that if you look at it, like, shit, this guy is giving you everything that you need. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, you're only getting, you know, 90 of your 800 grand, but you are now owner of legitimate businesses that are a stream of income for the rest of your life. Right. Um but he also knows that eventually those businesses will become streams of income for his employer. Yeah. Yeah, that, that it, he is now something owned. Exactly. He's something yeah. to somebody else in a world where he has nothing. Right, right. And that's a theme that apparently uh, Michael Mann revisits over and over again is somebody yeah. that has nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because of the choices they made, uh-huh. what happened to them yeah. in or out of prison, whatever. Uh-huh. He has nothing. 
Well, it's like you said about heat. You know, De Niro, that gorgeous fucking mansion. On the water. On the ocean. Nothing, nothing in it. Nothing in it. Nothing. And just, just staring out the, staring out the window. Mm-hmm. Looking for what's next. Yes. He yep. has one really trusted partner uh-huh. in Val Kilmer, but only um, almost at an arm's length. Yeah. Because he knows that that guy has attachments. Yeah. It's sort of like this with uh, James Belushi. Yeah. But it's it's never really explored. Yeah, it really isn't. It really isn't. But um, that's his that's his partner. Right. You know? Yeah. Balulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Balulu for a minute here. Uh, as I said when he hit on, the man has turned into kind of a punchline because he has committed the grievous sin of not being his brother. Right. Uh Belushi's fine. No, he he does dramatic. I mean, David Mamet does not cast you if you <sighs> if, if you don't have something going on. Look, casting is I don't know what the the ratio is depending on the quote. Right, but for film in particular, uh-huh. uh, I believe it probably um, nine hundred ninety nine percent what you look like. Yeah, and I need someone who looks like he can probably handle himself. Uh huh. Works a lot at night and is from Chicago. Yeah, I need somebody. Oh, yeah, uh, and, and can hit a mark. Yeah, I need somebody who looks like Chicago at night. Belushi, <laughs> right? Yeah. It works just fine. You, yeah, you don't good. doubt, other than the fact that you know who James Belushi is. Yeah, if yeah. you didn't know who that was, nope. you would say, "Wow, yeah, that's the guy from Chicago." Yeah, exactly. Hey, check out Cap Baloo over there. All right. But yeah, uh, and everything about him. The, the distance shot when they were on the roof casing the place. Yeah. You just went, oh my God. Yeah. Literally, because good Lord Belushi could not look cheesier, but more like the guy he's supposed to be. Exactly. That fucking hair, those sideburns, the shirts opened one button further than I want him to be. He's a little bit flashy and he probably should be. Yeah. When they show him later in San Diego after pulling off the big score. Yeah. Waiting for any kind of heat to die down. He's having a little bit too much fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Khan is being cool wearing... Well, he has to be cool because he's uh, fucking empty. Yeah, I swear. fucking empty. Yeah, I swear. Linen pants. Yeah, fuck yeah. Linen pants walking linen down the pants? beach. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking comfy. They are the best. Yeah. I used to have some linen pants that were my favorites. I might need to get some more linen pants. Hashtag linen pants. Hashtag linen pants. They're great. <coughs> they make uh, you feel like... Nice. They make you feel like some sort of colonial landowner. Right. Again. Uh, but, um, yeah, he's flopping around in the water. And that's why you look at with Khan. His character is so empty that he fills himself up immediately. I mean, immediately at the beginning of the film, you see um, his character's dream board that he carries yeah. around with him. Uh-huh. You know? And it's a house. It's, it's a, a house. There's his best friend. There's a, a, a nebulous wife and nebulous child. Uh-huh. There's skulls in a corner because... Yeah. Death's always there. Death's always there. Mm, that's a little meta. Uh, yeah. House, car. Yeah. It is the full stage dressing yeah. of what he perceives to be the good life yeah. or the life, mm-hmm. a life he should probably have. Yeah. So he goes about trying to construct this uh-huh. life. And every everything in his life is a set piece. Yeah. Yeah. His He wants that girl to be his wife because that's what is next. Yes. She he has to for, basically not force her, but con her yeah. into it, accepting. It that. happens so fucking fast too. I don't they, have a kid because yeah. she can't have children. Well, my fucking underboss has a way yeah. to get a kid. Well, no, the fact they go to coffee, they're they're like they, they, oh yeah, yeah. He sets up for a date, shows up two hours late. 
They go, he drags her out of the bar, kicks some people's ass, throws down with Bill Peterson. That's right. Uh, the beard himself shows up, oh. throws down with him. They get out, uh, drive off. They sit at some restaurant. They and she, I can't have kids, so we'll adopt. We can get a we can get a kid. Doesn't matter. I, like and immediately it's like holy shit. Yeah. Then next thing you know, this house. It's great, isn't it? It's ours. It's yeah. our house. Holy shit. What? Yeah. Then they're sitting in the adopt. And here's what I'm fascinated by. There are so many movies that have like the key to shit hidden in a single scene that may or may not seem too important. Uh, I will use for this, the, the scene with Rocky and Adrian in bed in the first movie was almost not filmed because they didn't have money. Stallone insisted that if I'm still on my feet when the bell rings, then I'll know oh, yeah. I wasn't just some bum from the day. That was almost cut. <laughs> that is arguably the most important scene in the movie. Yeah. In this, when they're trying to adopt the kid, mm. and Khan says, I was raised by the state. Yeah. All you got is four green walls, and after a while, you give them sel- yourself over to those walls. Yeah, he said, my life is yours. My life is yours. And that is his character yeah. in a sentence. Yeah. My life is yours. I give myself over to these walls. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, now you're. Now you make more sense, dude. Yeah, you you make a lot more sense. You are uh... between that and the um, the scene in the uh, coffee shop with her when he's laying out what happened to him in jail. Yeah, and how he yeah. dealt with it. And uh-huh. Those two things knit together this character. You're just like, well, this things aren't going to work out. No, things aren't. Yeah, you are. Guy. He can't. He can't yeah. work out. You are a tragedy waiting for the for for the last act. Yeah. Like that—that's th- it. That's all there is to it. Because let's look at what Homeboy offers him. So he doesn't want to work for this guy. There's the—you know—we don't know anything about this group except that uh, his creepy as fuck looking fence. Yeah. Oh, oh, that guy has a collection of erotic etchings that <laughs> no man yeah. should own. Musculature. Uh, <laughs> so they. You tell him, yeah, I got a guy. You do scores around. He's like, no, not interested. Not interested. Ends up okay. I, you know, this dude, he, his money gets taken. Yeah. He goes, confronts, balls up on these guys. I want my money. And he's like, hey, let's talk. Let's just talk. I can make you a millionaire in four months. Right. That right there. That's real difficult to say no to. Yeah. Uh, but this guy, of course, has the unflinching code. I, I do what I need to, and the dude's offering is like they're cased for you. Yeah, you you know you don't got to do anything. We get you blueprints. Sometimes we give you a key to the front door. Right, like you're you're set. We this is fine. Finally relents and agrees to do one job, and the guy makes the offer. You know, look, I can put the money out to work for you instead of say take your cut. And he views it as, oh what? So fucking uh, loan sharking? No, no, shopping centers completely legit, completely above board. Yeah. And something that a guy who owns a car dealership and a bar could realistically be able to explain away f- somehow being legal. Yeah, you would you would think. Mm-hmm. There's not enough shown to the level of Frank's knowledge of any syndicate yeah. or this syndicate. Right. To show why he would throw that back in its face, yeah. in his face rather than he just doesn't want to be owned. Yeah, because there's not, there isn't a question like, so what kind of money are we Other talking about? My life yeah. is my own. Exactly. That's that's the key. Because like you or I, we're in the exact same situation, sitting in that bar, the Green Mill Lounge, the Green Mill Cocktail Lounge, mm. and you say, "Yeah, we take your money, put it on the streets, make it work for us. 
What do you mean put it on the streets? No, no, no. Shopping centers, Fort Worth, these areas, shopping centers. What's the first que- what's the first response you have to that? What kind of return do I get on it? Yeah, of course. How often do I get paid? Yeah, how does this work? Don't just tell me my money goes there. What are we talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about? What's like, the payment schedule on this? Yeah. And if it's one of those where it's like, yeah, you're going to get paid X amount a month forever, you put that in that like okay, you know, yeah. yeah, but if you want after a while, we buy you out for X amount. Something that gives you a here's how you're going to end up on top of this. Yeah, because it just can't. Well, I mean, who knows? It's the fucking underworld. I don't have any idea yeah. how that shit works. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not populated by the most uh, ethical of folk. ethical and and long long game playing people. Typically, right. the long the long uh, game people are way way at the top. Yeah, and yeah. It takes a while to get there. Um, but you would think, well, all right, I, that sounds like a better deal. Yeah, but Frank. Has his dream board, yeah, and as he says, nothing is going to stand in the way of me getting this. Right, right. So everything, all of the relationships, everything is just a thing to be placed on my board, and uh-huh. there I have it, yeah. my stage setting of 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 a life. Yeah. So nothing's going to get in the way of that. So that blinds him to what could be a really good deal. Yes, yes. Because um, potentially he could probably do this. What is he? Thirty six. Yeah. Thirty five. Mm-hmm. Another 15, 15 years, years? Maybe 15 years, yeah. Of of quality earning yeah. uh, for everybody mm-hmm. and uh, get bought out and leave or, you know, they just kill his ass. Exactly. Or he gets pinched. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But either way, even if he got pinched, if he proved to be a, a, a top earner. Yeah, they're getting him they're out. They're going to take care of him. Yeah, and, well, and I mean, you know, they even right. said, you get caught, you ain't spending a night in jail. And how did that, they prove it by, uh, I got a buddy in jail, we'll get him out. You cut the next fucking scene. They're yeah. in a courtroom, and that bit with the fingers with the lawyer. The I love that. We owe the judge six six thousand dollars. Yeah, that's peanuts. Oh, shit, and the fact that they just openly did like they showed not just can we get this done? I can negotiate a bribe in public in a fucking courtroom yeah. during session in public in front of everyone. Yeah, and it's done. And so they prove, yeah, we can get this shit taken care of. We can get this shit taken care of. And because the world runs that way. Yes, it it genuinely does. You would think, I kept thinking, uh, anyway, uh, as Frank, if I didn't have this soul-crushing experience in prison. Right. um, Okay, well, I know these are are what I need to do to do business. Mm -hmm. This is my business. And the cost of doing business is I've got to pay off. These cops, yeah, yeah. These lawyers, I got to give a, the the bit to my employer uh-huh. that's setting my setting up all these jobs that I just walk into, uh-huh. and I've got to make sure this this and this is paid for. Yeah. Now, when you start putting pen to paper, um, a seven hundred thousand dollar score, money starts to go away pretty fast. Yeah. So you got to keep going. Yeah. You got to find a way to make things work for you. Yeah. You got to seven. 700- Oddly, it's just like real goddamn life. Just get a job. <laughs> right. Well, um, as they're handed him seven hundred, so we look at eight. It was he was supposed to make eight hundred thousand dollars off that right. score. The cops are saying ten percent. So the ninety grand they give him, that's immediately gone to the cops. He's got ten grand left to pay his team, right? And he has nothing other than what's coming from the other place. So right. yeah, you're right. He, and so on that level, you can kind of see, oh shit, maybe, maybe not. But again, that's it all, what, it all goes back. Yeah. To whether he wants to be owned or not exactly. in his mind, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's criminal syndicate. Yeah, you are owned. Well, and if you think about the way that he he discussed 
that night in prison when the, you know, fellas showed up to, uh, I think the technical term is gang rape him till he was insane. Jambalaya, crawfish pie, and filet gumbo. Yeah. Yeah. That, yes. But um, <laughs> he views what this dude's doing to him as that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're trying to turn me out. You're trying to burn me until I'm insane. And then what does the guy say? You're mine until you're burned out. Yeah, that's where that's where the uh, unsteadiness, question mark, of criminal organizations step in. Okay, so you're not going to work for me. Okay, great. The number one tool in your toolbox for making sure these jobs go well, I'm going to kill him. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to turn your wife out. Yeah. And I'm going to turn your kid into a burger, and you're going to work for me. But in fair, and here's how I look at it, too. Remember, what he said to him is like, I make you this offer, you throw it in my face, and you bring a gun right, yeah, yeah. into my house. Well, after that, it's all justifying what exactly, he's doing. Yeah. I get all yeah. that shit. So there's that. But uh, whatever. Yeah. This is a business arrangement. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. you are going to break one of the tools in the toolbox yeah. and turn out everything. Uh, Okay, we'll just kill his ass. Yeah. Because he's not going to be anything... He's not going to be worth shit to you now. Nope. No, he's, he's not. going to be looking for a way. You even say it. Yeah. You're scary. Because yeah. you don't give a fuck. Yep. Uh-huh. Kill him. Yeah, give... Uh, exactly. A man I can predict... Yeah. Yeah. That girl doesn't know anything, and that kid doesn't know anything. Nope. Let him go. Whatever. Yeah, walk the fuck Let, away. Walk them off to uh-huh. wherever. Yeah. But these two, if mm. I'm the fucking syndicate leader, as soon yeah. as that happens... Ice them. Done. Yeah. Done. We're gone. We're gone. Because he fucking Kaiser Soze's it when you look at it where it's like, not only am I not going to allow anything in my life that I'm not willing to walk out on, I'm going to actively get rid of it. Right, right. You leave, take the kid, go. Here's some money. We're done. These businesses that I've built up that are such a big part, gone. Destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, this is... Yeah, well, that that's that's that's, that's why I say Frank. that's yeah. door number four. Yeah, that no one saw coming. Clearly, uh-huh. no one saw coming. Right. He's like, you scary because he doesn't give a fuck. You don't have any idea how scary he is. Yeah, he does not care. This is a hollow man walking around. Yes, everything, everything is a set piece. Everything's a costume. Yeah, yeah. Look at my shirts. Look at my suits. Yeah. Look at my ring that he mentions three, t- at least yeah. three different occasions mm-hmm. in the film. Yeah. Look at my watch. An emerald cut three and a half carat diamond ring. Flawless, flawless. Like everything is a setup for. Or dressing up of what is essentially just an empty yeah. man walking around. Yes. Well, and and how much does he not give a fuck? He owns a shitty car lot and a shitty bar, and he wears a flawless three and a half carat right. diamond ring. Uh, yes. He wears hundred dollars slacks, eight hundred dollars suits, eight hundred dollars suits. Which back at that time, the you know, I, I if I say anything, then I not necessarily would have changed, but a different choice may have been. The death of his arguably the only real human connection he has with another person uh-huh. in uh, Willie uh, with Oakland, Oakland's character Willie Nelson right? uh-huh. is once he dies, then things are just done. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, I think I would have done that a little later in the film. Yeah, hold like it have up. him struggle in the hospital just just a touch just a more. touch more. Yeah. So that when that fight, maybe he dies right before the time that he meets with the syndicate about the getting paid off. Right. But at the same time, I think that there sh- that that they used him as a different type of motivation mm. because literally he walked out of jail and died. Yeah. So yeah. his only goal, and I think he realized, 
I continue with any of this the way these guys are, I'm going to end up in jail praying that I can die, die on the outside. outside. Yeah. And literally, that's all that I that get. That was it. That's the only yeah. heart yeah. that he has. And, and the way that else. Willie looked at him, because it was always, Willie was always very tight on him. And his eyes were always so wide, bright, and, wide. bright and just right on him. Just yeah, and that wasn't done willy nilly. That was no, that uh, was a choice yeah. made by the director. You I get want you this close. Yeah. I want you this tight to the. They I mean they are fucking. There's no glass between you. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable distance between mm-hmm. two men. Mm-hmm. And they go with Willie because you know Willie. That's just how Willie looks at people. He's well, got that look about him. That I love. I love you. I love you, man. Yeah, you're great. That's well. That it. it it engenders sympathy right off the bat. Exactly, it's yeah. Nelson. Exactly. Yeah, if it's been cast like Chris Christopherson, you know. Uh, even back in 1980, <laughs> it was fucking Willie Nelson. Yeah, yeah you know of everybody. Course. And honestly, this might have even been. What year was Honeysuckle Rose? Was that 79? I think it was 79. So oh, it was, no, I have it on. I have it on vinyl. I have vo- the soundtrack on vinyl. Vinyl, vinyl. Yeah, fucking Nelson at this point was so well established and part of America. Mm-hmm. Not just country. Willie is one of those few people that transcends genre into just... Yeah. He's an icon. Yeah, exactly. American icon. Exactly. And so having him there with that look, it's, the connection was beautiful. And and it's that long of a scene. Exactly. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then he, he gets to see him alive outside of jail. Yeah. For a, a heartbeat. For, a, uh, uh, for the final heartbeat. And, and you then, don't know what he tells him. Nope. Nope. And so he said something about uh, being thank out, you, thank you, be out have, yeah. No, he no, he didn't say that. No, he didn't say that. Mm-mm. He said, "Get away from this shit before it does <laughs> yeah. this to you." Yeah, don't let this happen to you. Yeah. Is what he said. And so he just viewed that shit. I'm going to work for the syndicate. That the fact that I, I think with it, I he said, "I want my money. I don't want to invest in that." And they did it anyway. That just confirmed everything yeah, yeah, to yeah. this guy. Where it's like, yeah, that's a thing. You don't give a shit about me. If you had laid all this out uh-huh. to this professional thief at the beginning, yeah, it may be a different conversation. But you yeah. pulled the switch at the end. Yeah, you say this is a package deal. Here's here's what happens. With what, it. We can't give you eight hundred thousand dollars in the yeah. first job. Yeah, we can't we because can't. you're gonna get someone's gonna come looking for it. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna spread this out into whatever. Yeah, That's but they don't do that nope. because mm-hmm. it's a fucking crime syndicate. Yeah, yeah. Not an investment banker. Exactly. So, and it just kills. I me. keep trying to squeeze, squeeze logic into all. So this. do I, because I'm looking at like shit. Somebody offers me a thing where like I don't have to do anything, and I've got eight hundred well, grand I mean, making that, like fuck. That's the pull of of the gold, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like another. Any. Ah, we got another job set up for you here in San. Oh, do I look like a fucking bum? Like, <laughs> I told you one, and I'm out. Like, you know, you gotta know. Yeah. Yeah. There is no out. Yeah. With this. And, and what gets me is it, it was an impulsivity that he went with on it because he meets with Willie in jail yeah. that one time. And that, you almost saw a switch with him. Because yeah. the minute he said, 10 months, you're out. I'm not going to make it 10 months. And that, I think, acted more as the catalyst for all of it just because oh, it was, fuck it, I've got to get what I need to get out. And then, oh, look, here's his broad. We'll turn that on. I was down in Colombia. I was uh, on the corner of Bogota and Colombia. I did some things like, oh yeah, some things happened. Yeah, some things happened. So you're dealing with somebody who and is just as broken as you. Talk about casting, man. Tuesday mm-hmm. Weld, yeah, just 
fucking great. And she said, beautiful, but looks like she's seen shit. Yeah. And as I've said, yeah, you look at her and you know exactly what she's going to look like when she's 70. Right. Because it's exactly the same, except the skin's not so tight on the right. face. Right. Other than that, identical. Yeah. Uh, but that... Uh, it's, again, casting such a huge such thing. Such great yeah. casting. I love his um, his choices with crime movies, uh, which he does a shit ton of. Yeah. Um, just other, with the exception of Miami Vice, uh-huh. everything is very, very stark. Yes. Everything is real world. Every other supporting character in this Chicago movie is a meat sandwich of a person. Yes. Oh my god! The just, closest just to dress, dress, yeah, you know, the, just regular person. The, the closest to fancy you have is a young Farina who. Is a fucking meat sandwich at this point in his life. Yeah, but, it, you know, at that point he had probably walked off the actual job in yeah, Chicago yeah. about a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he still kind of looks like a cop. He they, really they, does. Try to, they try to criminal his ass yeah, up like, a lot. Like, you're a cop. You're a police Why is that undercover police officer in the Why this are you right dressed now? as a criminal? Because you're a policeman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and the guy that played the cop. Oh, the Italian cop after? Oh, my, oh God. my God. You want to talk a... about just a lump of chopped liver yeah. with a fucking voice? I'm Italian! <laughs> no, <laughs> shit. no shit. No shit. I'm not a Puerto Rican. I'm Italian. <laughs> Fuck. By the way, offended you're not pointing out my spot on impression. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Look at me. Look ah! at me. Everyone's like that. Everyone's yeah. that collection of cops. Yeah. Where they're tuning him up with a phone book and, and yeah. what have you. Like, this is not a. It was like they. Get me the perfect fade haircut, you know, chiseled cop yeah. in a new. These are all guys that lived off fucking. No, it was like. Danish. It was like they called the police and said, look. We need five shitbag cops that you're about to bounce off the force for being <laughs> shitty and corrupt. We Here, these guys. Okay, because that's what they look. They're just shitty, nasty that, fucking. Yeah, that every really. Every one of them had a dirty fucking undershirt on. Oh, the yeah. main cop, I couldn't look away from his ties. Yeah. Because it literally looked like he put them on, looped it around, flipped it through once, and <laughs> once, that was yeah. it. Like, that's it. That's all I need to do. That's how you, don't worry about it. Like, okay, 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 okay. You're all corrupt to get it. I got to pay people off. I understand. But I'm going to do the same deal I did with my bosses. My bosses pay me, and then I'm responsible for my crew. Mm-hmm. I'm paying one of you. Yeah, one. Y'all work it out. Yeah, that's not I you. can't fucking have yeah. six, however many fucking people were in that room. Yeah. Six, five, five different yeah. mouths yeah. Uh, running. Yeah. That's a lot of exposure. I'm kicking my 10% to him. I don't see the rest of you. I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. In fact, I don't want to talk to you. We, You and I can work something out. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know who. Yeah, I don't even are. want to talk to your partner. No. One guy. One guy, that's it. it There's your money. You work it out. Don't give a fuck. Avarice tells you apart. Tough yeah, shit. Tough shit. Look up Avarice, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a police officer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's just you feel for the guy. Yeah. Because he's being pulled and torn in a thousand different ways and yeah. a thousand different directions. And you know there's nothing there. There is none of that internal logic. No, uh-uh. Where wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me make a sober decision yeah. about how best to navigate these waters. Yeah, it's all fuck you, and everything goes haywire. He's an id with a super ego code, yeah. and that's it. But no idea of how to operate on any of the rest. No, of it. and a code that serves absolutely nothing. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It serves plenty. It works just fine when it's you and Balulu. Yeah, yeah. When doing just, nothing, just you and Cat Baloo, you're all you're all good, man. 
But uh, fuck, dude, this was. It's one of those films that, like you said, halfway through it, like fuck, we do not see movies like this anymore. No, you do not. Like, and that is so sad. And you will not. No, uh-uh. uh. Last night, Nicole wanted to watch. Um, oh fuck, what's it called? And that Alice is the Looking Glass movie. Uh-huh. Granted, it's a different genre. This is Disney yeah, yeah. CGI, uber CGI product. Right. But I remember thinking to myself, this is such just. Plug and play. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You drag and drop. We're going to have this scene. Yeah. This is the motivation. Uh, I don't know. What about this? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. I mean, literally like that. Right uh, now, sounds our genres have become so lazy that they're all, like you said, plug and play. Very, very, very much the same in all of it. You know, like every you know every comedy with guys in it is going to have yeah. the I guess we were never really friends, wop 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 moment, yeah. and then they're going to end up because you know like the the Dark Knight of the Soul is going to happen at the exact moment. You're yeah. not you don't have this original shit. And it's something I hope and I talked about. Like realize the year that it came out, Kramer versus Kramer was the box office hit of the year. That was number one. Yeah, and that. Kramer versus Kramer would not be made by a studio today. It would have to be. It would be farmed out to some small thing and maybe go direct to Netflix. Yeah, like we're missing out on all of this cool shit. It's really sad. I remember as a younger man and not really giving two shits about mm-hmm. the history of film and the importance of cinema. Yeah, and I still don't. You know. Yeah, I'm not tripping over myself to. Uh, to pick up that fucking flag and yeah. run up the hill of the history of cinema and the importance right. of film. But at the same time, now, where I have uh, older eyes to look back and see all this shit that's out there now, yeah. and have her going through however long we've been doing this, a year and... How long have we been doing this? This show? No, this Criterion. Oh, this thing. Criterion one, we were just over a year. Just over a year. Yeah. We're, we're watching, like a year and two months or something. Uh, you know, classic films, yeah. stem to stern. Uh-huh. Um, Scorsese's right. The 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 end of cinema. Yeah, and we're kind of looking it in the face. Uh-huh. Not the end of entertainment. No, just cinema. Cinema. This is. Uh, I would have fucking not, killed to see this in the theater. Yeah, you're not going to be. You can't get smart movies made for grownups anymore, because grownups don't want to go to the theater. Um, and as David Lynch said, you're watching it on your fucking phone. I was like, yeah, that's Simmons. Digby yeah. does not barge the door open like that. A movie you can watch on your fucking phone. Yeah. It's missing something. And yeah, these movies, yes, they do get made. There are a million things that can be pointed out. But the fact that they are now the exception. Yeah, I mean, because movies are made. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that there are movies that are out coming out now all of a sudden are bad. Yeah. Saying the, the major films right. tend uh, to have the same flavor. Yeah. Well, it's like look at movie trailers. An ice cream parlor with one flavor. Exactly. Well, no, it's it's actually, it's worse. It's a it's a it's like you go to the ice cream parlor. You go to thirty one flavors. You know they have like five different coolers up front. Right. It's like if they had five coolers, but each cooler only had one flavor. That's in what it. I'm saying. Where it's not one flavor total. It's like there's five no, flavors, no, no. but it looks like exactly. we have thirty. It says yeah. thirty one flavors, yeah. but it's all vanilla. Yeah, it's all vanilla. But like there's vanilla, then there's Mexican vanilla. Right. Then there's vanilla bean. bean yeah. What? What? You and can see the flecks of vanilla in this yeah. one. Yeah, but it's just the same as... No, no, it's not. This is a vanilla, vanilla bean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. But because we have... Every, everything has been whittled down, and yeah. it's... 
Uh, like, it just it's become so boring, and uh, the, the more that I look into it, and the more that I uh, <clears throat> we're, we're going through this, it's becoming far more obvious. Like, look at uh, what we're watching next week. It's a mad, 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 mad world. A movie like that couldn't get made today. Just they they tried to do yeah. a remake of it, and boy, that went over as as well as a <laughs> as well as a lead balloon. Yeah, but the original, the cast was unreal. And it was just this wacky fun because that was back at a time when it was, <clears throat> we aren't going to take for granted that you're going to come to the theater. Yeah. Now, the theater going audience has become almost an afterthought. Yeah. Like, I don't like going to the movies because I know, odds are I'm not going to like it. Mm-hmm. In maybe a month and a half, I'm going to be able to watch it in the comfort of my own home. Yep. And... Uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Pretty and, much. I mean, even the way the shit is 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 marketed, I said this before. Netflix has even gotten down to where how cool would it be if they had if you had to have awesome posters, not the same boring template nonsense. Yeah. But go to the video store. How many times you go through and find just the coolest looking fucking box? Right. And you're like that one. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Even Criterion's doing this like. Yes, that is a cool cover for Thief. You know what the original poster for that shit is, right? Hold on. Oh, Jesus, man. Like, this will upset you when you see what the original put. Like, for everyone else, look up. Original <coughs> look poster up th- for Thief. Yeah, Thief on IMDb, and I do believe it brings you directly to it. If we were smart, we'd put this in our show notes. But Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> yeah! Yes! I mean that it's 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 so fucking fantastic, you know. And I mean, <clears throat> even uh, you know, e- even when you look at some of the uh, violent streets, I don't uh, know where that was, but like genuinely, that's one of the original lobby cards for it. Jeez, it's so fucking cool. But even with that, we have to break it down into something that's more easily digestible. Instead of saying, "Look, we're going to take a chance on just." the coolest goddamn image imaginable from this movie on the poster. Yeah. And that, what you saw there, it was from... I mean, fuck, that, that, those goggles are from the very beginning. Yes. And then just throw some sparks. Yeah, you could say the sparks are from the uh, thermite break. Yeah, yeah, and it's so fucking great. <sighs> because it focuses on the right thing. <laughs> Him on the job. This, I don't even know what part of the movie that's from. It's, it's not. It's not. It's just him outside his house. Yeah, it's just him somewhere. But it's a pickup shot after the fact. Right. And it feels that way. Yeah. Like, to me, give me, you know, this is a movie that's about a guy who is about the job focused. Yeah. The first job we see him pull, he gets a safe open, pulls out a drawer, opens the thing up, and it's full of jewels. Throws it over his shoulder. Yeah. Pulls another one out. Holy shit, more jewels. No, not interested in that. He's throwing millions of dollars worth of jewels to the side yeah because he he realizes if i can't fence it it's worth nothing Absolutely. if i have to hold on to it till i find a fence it's i've just got heat. evidence just on me. Heat, man. yeah i get it to the guy and i get it gone yeah immediately that's it i don't have it on me uh. you have 20 million dollars in diamonds yeah you may get two million yeah yes maybe 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 uh-huh um if you apply workaday logic, you would be upset about that. Uh-huh. But if you apply criminal logic, right. like, 
um, I just manifested yeah. two million dollars out of the fucking ether mm-hmm. because I'm a professional. Exactly, and I'm doing my fucking job. Yeah, with an overhead of that job of what? Mm-hmm. Uh, six grand. Yeah, I mean, well, how much does Balulu cost? How much does the other guy cost? Okay, ten. I'd rage. Yeah, you you kick the two guys. Ten with transportation. Yeah, transportation included maybe. ten. Maybe yeah, ten that neighborhood. And I'm going yeah. way over the top. Yeah, because he didn't have fuck all except that. Exactly. He has two guys who are outside the whole time who at any point could walk the fuck away. Now, granted, their their exposure on the final heist. That's different. That's different. They're, I'm sure their cut went up. Yeah, their cut went up. Especially when your fucking syndicate boss is telling you how much you're making in front of your partner. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're making 800. Okay. So each of you guys are going to make about 80 grand off of this. Well, now they have to. Yeah. Thank you, Melty Face. Thanks, buddy. And enjoy shooting you in your head. Yeah. Um, but when everything does go down, yeah. uh, when things go, go bad. Uh-huh. And boy. And boy, did they go bad. Yeah. Just like everything else, it's very stark. Yes. It's very work-a-day. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It's mundane. The the syndicate boss who earlier was dropping Belushi in acid is now just reading the paper with his feet up. Yeah. You want some milk? Uh, (laughs) No, I'm good. And his henchman goes off the kitchen. He gets knocked out. And the Uh, best moment ever. The best moment that shows just how long... Oh, oh, uh, Meltbot's been working this angle. Yeah. Is his wife in another room watching TV adjacent to the kitchen, uh. turns slowly to acknowledge Jimmy Kahn's character, knocking out the, these uh, henchmen and walking off with a gun to kill her husband and says, not a word, and goes back looking at the screen. All of uh. three seconds. Yeah. It's perfect. She looks defeated. Uh-huh. She, in one look, yeah, you see everything she's probably seen in her life. Yes, and like, how trapped she is. Uh huh. And you almost like she doesn't show it because life doesn't work out for a woman like this. In in the real world, it would be a thank you, <laughs> yes, moment from her. No, but no, no, she didn't have enough left in her to acknowledge. No, there, there's that. nothing in the tank left for this lady. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's fucking perfect. It genuinely is. This is one of the most perfect crime movies I've ever seen. It is. It is. And that's what's what's so fucking like not maddening, but so really is let me let me double check to make sure because I am ninety nine percent certain of one thing about this, and I'm gonna verify it before I say it. It is as a a director. This is... Come on, give me his director. Fucking credits, you pricks. Not writer. Director. This is his... Oh, no. Okay. He. This is his first feature. Like everything else, he had done uh, the Jericho Mile on TV. He directed a couple episodes of uh, Police Woman with Angie Dickinson. My For the full hour, Angie Dickinson. God. Yeah, and so this was his first feature. <laughs> Fuck. Which, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wow. Thief, followed by The Keep. Um, That's a weird one. It is. It is. I don't know it very well, it but I'm aware of its existence. Weird. Then Manhunter, Crime Story, some episodes on TV, L.A. Takedown, a TV movie which was remade into Heat, Last of the Mohicans, 
Heat, The Insider, Ali, Collateral, then Miami Vice, Public Enemies, Black Hats. Mm. So he does fall apart a little bit there. But for a while, that shit was solid. That shit was unquestionable. He had it together. And there's something I'm trying to find because I remember in some level, uh, he executive produced a movie called The Band of, of the, the Hand. Hand. Yeah. Oh, man. That Which many movie, people confused with him directing. He did not. It was directed by Paul Michael Glazer, who you might know as Starsky hmm. from Starsky and Hutch. He also directed a little movie called the Running Man, oh. which is uh, it's a bit of all right by him there. But yeah, Band of the Hand was one of those I remember hunting it down to be able to see way back in the day and be like, okay, yeah, that was great. I fucking love that movie. It is so cheesy. It is so over the top. But fucking hell. Ooh. Oh, this is going to make you very happy. What other movies has he directed? The Cutting Edge. Oh. The Air Up There. And a little movie that you, I know, adore. Called Kazam. Yeah, Kazam. <laughs> oh man, Kazam. Nothing wrong with that. Not a damn thing wrong with that. But now, Thief just. Also, <laughs> produced by the syndicate. You're going to direct Kazam for me. <laughs> Here, Satan's beautiful argument of Kazam. Well, dude, what I love is this is. After The Godfather, this is can't, James Kahn's favorite movie, and he says that. Well, yeah, he also produced it. <laughs> yeah. Well, in his speech at the diner, he says the best thing he ever did. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. That, I, that is right up there with Jack Nicholson talking to his father in Five Easy Pieces. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Where do you get the ass? Oh, uh, where do you get the ass to say anything to her, you pious celibate? Oh, so fucking hell. Well, film debuts of Belushi, Bill Peterson, and Dennis Farina. <laughs> like, damn. Good job, thief. Yeah, John, uh, John Belushi would hang out on the set and take the cast and crew to his bar, the Blues Brothers bar, after nice. work. Orange whips and blow for all. Yeah, because, you know, why not? Dude, Pacino turned down the role of Frank. Um, I, well, I don't know now, because now, uh, now it's all Jimmy Conn. I was in prison, and I heard they were going to come to take me. And what they do is they would take all the gangbang. Uh, hydrotherapy. And they would leave a wet spot. Yeah. And after that, you're crazy. Yeah. But I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know about that one. I had a bit of a pipe. <laughs> My Pacino's getting better, I, I do say. I, I wouldn't buy it because as as um, short fuse as he can play, uh -huh. I buy Jimmy Conn. Yeah, Jimmy like, He's going to lose it. Jimmy Conn, there's a reason that he, he was so like good. He looks like he's going to lose it in Elf. Yeah. All right. There's a reason he was so good as Fredo. Because Jimmy Kahn is a raw... F oh, yeah, yes. Who did I say? Fredo? Fredo. Uh, I'm smart. I'm smart. Not like everyone says. Not dumb. Um, fucking Jimmy Kahn can play an exposed nerve. Yeah. Better than yeah. anyone. Yeah. So on. Just, fuck, this motherfucker is about to punch. 
punch someone. This is gonna break badly. Oh. <laughs> and it does. It does. It breaks pretty. And he just walks the fuck off. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah, you don't know what happens. He walks away. Yeah. You know he ain't making it too far. That is a neighborhood where the cops are called and arrive quickly. Uh, yes. But you don't have to see that. No, uh-uh. He's nope. just he's walking down the street, shot in the fucking shoulder. Bye-bye. Leaving, leaving five dead bodies behind him. <laughs> no, no four dead bodies. Four, yeah. Yeah, four dead bodies and a wife who doesn't. Oh, fuck. Who didn't see a thing. I was watching television. Mm. I was watching The Tonight Show. My husband's dead. What do you want from me? Can't you see I'm broken up? Johnny Carson was doing the Karnak thing. I love that. It was wonderful. Yeah, you! Yeah! Have you seen Karnak? It's it's wonderful. It's delightful. It's delightful. So, he holds the envelope. He says the jokes. He opens it up. Oh, my God. Oh, he's dead? God oh, rest his soul. It's a shame. He was a wonderful entertainer. He gave America so much. So much, much better than this Fallon weirdo. <laughs> Driving in cars and singing. Who does that? Who is that? Who is Granted, this? wrong person with that. Well, whatever. Throwing meat at people. <laughs> Who behaves this way? But, uh, yeah, that's very good. Solid, tight, beginning to end. This yeah. is one of those few movies that there is not a minute that could be cut from it. No. Anywhere. It, it is... It is tight as fuck from beginning to end. Yeah. Oh. Well done, Michael Mann. Exactly. You've got a future, kid. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just don't, don't give up. Don't give up, and you get, you got to, you got to get your shit a little tighter on something. <laughs> you, you, just because you get offered a project doesn't mean you have to do it. Yeah. Liam, yeah. Come on. Hemsworth is a hacker. What? Hmm. Really? No, that's not it's what a hacker hot dog looks on top of the house. Like. No. The ghost is holding the hot dog. <laughs> Yeah, no. this, this seriously, it's one of those that from watching this movie, you immediately get the idea of the type of filmmaker you're dealing with. Absolutely. Um, it's all laid out here because it is that the protagonist with a an unflinching moral code. Right. That they're going to follow even if it is their personal downfall to right. do so. Uh, just. It's just fantastic. Just. Just. A number one. Fucking. A-OK USA from yeah. beginning to end. Uh, Hear me! Yeah. I don't see any issues with this film. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anyone who would not like it. Man. I think that's pretty much all there is to say about yeah. this. So uh, that was uh, spine number 691 Thief. Next week, we are going with the comedy all-star extravaganza number 692. It is a mad, 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 mad world, which... Really good shit. If you have a question for us, first of all, just rate and review us on iTunes. Please. Send us the email questions at thefilmthugs at gmail.com, thefilmthugs.com. We are also at Facebook and Twitter, both of which are The Film Thugs. You can call us at 512-666-RANT or Skype us at the underscore film underscore thugs. You can buy us a beer over at Patreon if you so choose. Yeah, that's a thing you can do. Yeah. It's wonderful. Be nice. Well, thanks for listening. Now a few more minutes of Zombie. This is all I need in my life. Barbaric. Spaghetti.